Hey, Viking fans, I like to talk about the man that probably is going to make the biggest difference for the Vikings this year. Let's talk about that up next. Welcome to Skull World, brought to you by Minnesota Sports Talk. I'm your host, Dave. You can follow me on Twitter, TikTok, and Facebook, at Skull World. Now, make sure you hit subscribe, like, and leave a comment. They'll enter you in my contest. The description, or the rules in the description below. So, check it out. I want to give away free stuff. I'm doing that on the first game of the year. We're getting so close. At 428 subscribers, I get to 500, I'm giving away 50. If I get to 750, I'm giving away 75. So, check out the rules in the description below. So, let's talk about who I think is the man who's going to make the biggest difference for the Vikings this year. And that is head coach Kevin O'Connell. I was inspired by his speech to the fans last night at the the uh, practice under the lights. He told he told as an opposing coach that this was a you know, our stadium was a tough place to play. He knows what it's like. He's encouraging them to come out. And he says on the game or any game is he does not want to see the opposing team's fans. He wants to see against Green Bay, no green and no yellow, only purple in the stands. He's excited. He's excited to be our coach. I have talked about this before. Um, back when I was... 10 subscribers that the Minnesota Vikings are a destination franchise. Years ago, they were going to build, you know, talk about building a new stadium. They had a bill, you know, a bill in the state legislature and the bridge collapsed in Minneapolis and several people died. It was a tragedy and focus turned away. I really thought there was a, possibility of us losing the Vikings. I thought there was a possibility and we were so close to losing the twins for that matter, but the Vikings, you know, the twins are the pulse of the, the or Minneapolis, but the Vikings is definitely the heartbeat. So um, both could be the same, but as you, you know, I'm a big baseball fan, but I, my favorite team is the Vikings and I could not see them ever leaving. When the North Stars left, I stopped following hockey. You know, and I every time I see the Dallas Stars, I want to vomit because that was like a, such a great logo. So, it's such an iconic logo for Minneapolis. And they still sell North Star merchandise in the hockey shops at the Mall of America when I visit. So I couldn't imagine the Vikings leaving. And we went from that close of leaving I believe with the and then with the Metrodome collapsing the roof collapsing I think a second time but this one where it cost us um, a home game that that can't ever happen again right that should never happen and to where we were at at that point to where we are right now where we have owners that care and want to win a championship 
man, they, they want to win. They, they've done everything I think they could to bring us a franchise. I know people disagree with that, but these guys brought a brand new stadium. And after the, um, you know, when they was shared money, right. But they, they, they wanted it to be a great stadium to where after the fact they put, spent another, I don't know how many millions of dollars upgrading certain aspects of the stadium after the plans were made, after the agreement was done. They didn't go back and say, hey, we want this, give us more money. They put more money in themselves. So I don't see I don't see people doing that. I don't see owners doing that. I know it's just a matter of fact that, you know, whether you like it or not, politically or unpolitically, you know, there no owner is going to pay for the entire stadium. It just doesn't, it's not going to happen. Now, should they? Yeah, they should. It's their franchise. Invest in it. You know, you're getting all sorts of tax breaks probably and the opportunity to host a, a football team in, in a city like this, like Minneapolis. But it's the reality is that it's not how, that's not the reality. So we got the owners, the owners that are willing to put money forward um, build a you know build a franchise search tirelessly for the right coach the right GM they scoured the earth for whoever who they decided and we're looking right now at the Bears and thinking God we we made the right choice with Quasi Adolfa maybe we don't want him to say you know say too much right now but uh, he went out and got a head coach that he could work with. And that's where I'm talking about is Kevin O'Connell. The reason why I think we're a destination franchise now, where I wasn't saying that under Mike Zimmer, is because when we hired Mike Zimmer, we I think we settled. It wasn't a huge crop of uh, coaches out there. I thought we settled, but I thought we did well. But the reason being is, well, we were going to be playing in a college stadium. We came on, coming off a couple mediocre, if not terrible, years. Defense was in shambles. We were not a destination franchise. Now, that's 2013. Now we're talking about 2022. Or that was 2014, I forget. 2000, yeah, when, 2013, I think. So now, a couple years later, or several years later, we got the... We got the stadium. Now we got the facilities. We got the environment just being created around the facilities. And now we got the head coach because we had the team in place. We had plenty of talent in place. We needed to accent it. We needed to bring more bodies in to make this team a potential Super Bowl contender. We're being overlooked. But every media person that comes in, every media person I talk you know, talks about the Vikings on air, live, especially NFL Network, thinks, Colin Cowherd for that matter, thinks that we have a great shot of being a contender this year. So that's why I'm saying we're a destination franchise. We have the stadium, we have the ownership, we have players in place that we brought in a top tier coaching candidate 
coming from a Super Bowl team. We've gotten several coaches from the Rams last year. I think we got three at least. We got our we now our OC and our head coach are both from the Rams, who've had a tremendous offense the last few years. So, Kevin O'Connell, um, the man I'm talking about, I mean, the one of the things I liked about him as he's seen failure in Cleveland or Washington. Sorry, I said Cleveland, but he's seen failure in Washington. He's seen failure at a, as a quarterback. I think he only played in two games his career and barely threw a handful of passes. He's seen injury and he had to play through that. Or he had to fight back and make teams. He's, he moved around the league. He you know, was under Belichick as a backup to Tom Brady at one point. This guy has seen coaches like that and he's seen failure in Washington. He probably considered failing himself as the offensive coordinator for one year under in Washington D.C., where he called the plays, or in Washington um, Redskins at the time, he's seen failure, which means to me is that hey, we not bringing in some guy that we don't that never seen failure. You may you may laugh at that idea, but if you fail and you brush yourself off, come back, come back, and then become an offensive coordinator again and you win a Super Bowl man that's a that's a comeback story that is not the fanciest one it's not the one you're gonna write movies about but he's seen failure and he's seen it with the quarterback he currently has and they've seen it together and now you throw a, a better defense around it and hopefully an improved offensive line. On a team that won eight games last year, that's that was a top ten offense that should have been a top five. If we didn't telegraph every second down that we had, we passed on first, we ran on second. It's just the things have changed. He's he's brought in good coaches like Donatel and Petten that have good defensive minds, and with that collaboration, and Petten made Zadarius Smith. Zadarius Smith gave him credit for turning his career around when he uh, came to the Packers. Petten went to three NFC title games as a defensive coordinator and got, I think, unjustly fired. There's so many good things about this team the and the coaching staff and, it, and the throwing all the facilities, the stadium, the coaches, the players that we got. The draft class, it's unheralded, by the way. Although I say I would love to had Jordan Davis at 12, and, and then we still probably could have got Anthony, uh, or sorry, uh, Andrew Boo Jr., but we probably wouldn't have got Ed Ingram if we, if we did uh, the Jordan Davis. I still think that that probably would have been a better route, Jordan Davis and Andrew Boo Jr., but with these three players, as long as they all hit high levels, we went, you know, we win that draft. Then throw in a Asamoa and a and a, a Caleb Evans. Hopefully those guys pan out. Then you throw in Jalen Naylor, who is showing well in practice. And I want to see uh, Ty Chandler, you know, prove himself too. But he's more of a long term project. But he showed up in college, man. 
This was a good draft. This was a deep draft. I think one of our better ones in the past eight years. I'm pretty happy. I'm pretty happy about this draft. Go look at it, man. Go look at these guys' tape. Go look what they're saying about these players. Go look what they've been doing in practice. Just search their names in Twitter. The only guy you probably out of those lists is Ty Chandler hasn't really seen much action. But hey, we got we we when we got a Zadarius Smith, we got a Phillips, we we got a we got a middle linebacker that's gonna take some of the pressure away from Kendricks. Hicks. We brought these players in and we got some undrafted free agents like McLeod that is making waves. We're making decisions, really good decisions. If you go look around the league of who's having a, a really good camp, it's the Minnesota Vikings. We're making waves and people are coming in and getting interviewed like Ian Rappaport raving about us. It's, I mean... I, I'm excited. I don't know about you, but the guy that's put it all together is Kevin O'Connell, man. He's you hear that guy speak, you hear questions from uh Purple Daily Judd. <laughs> he uh he pushes back and says, Hey, you know, th- you know, he threw six picks, but how many touchdowns is he throwing when he's talking with Kirk Cousins? I mean and he's very political in nature, he doesn't He's not uh, abrasive like Childress or Zimmer. You may, you want to root for the guy, and I think the players want to root for him. He doesn't chew guys out in practice. He corrects them. He teaches them. That's the today's NFL. He's adjusted. Everybody remembers the time they got chewed out by their coach and remembers, oh, these guys... You know, it's a different game. This is a business. These guys, they, they're going to work. When you go to work, do you want your your boss chewing you out every few seconds? This is a business and a job for them. And sure, they love it. But, I, you know, you may love what you do at work, but do you want to be chewed out every few seconds? Do you feel like, oh, that's great. Let me go back to work the next day? No. It is a different game because these guys, these guys are getting paid they are want respect they're going to they've put in the work it'd be different if you were just this lazy little twerp you know milking off the establishment but i don't see a single player like that on our team it seems they got these guys fighting for every job i think the route that we went as a coaching staff is these guys are bringing the families of these players onto the field they're uh you know they're coaching them they're getting to know them. We're seeing rookies on the field that we couldn't see in the past because they were like, uh, you, you got to earn the right. Well, how do you freaking earn the right unless you're on the field? And that's what I love about this situation. I love about this coach. Hey, this this one was from the heart today. I, Kevin O'Connell, man, KOC. I hope I'm watching this video in 10 years and going, boy, that man was right. Dave, you were right. I feel that way. I feel this guy, this guy with the coaching staff around him and the players he has, if we don't win a Super Bowl this year, I I have no doubt that we will one of these years. 
if not in the immediate or near future, man. I'm so excited about this team, this coach, this city. Skull Vikings, man. That's it. That's it for today. I hope you liked my little rant. This is Minnesota Sports Talk. I'm your host, Dave. Follow me on Twitter, TikTok, and Facebook. Make sure you make sure you leave a comment after you subscribe because you want to enter that contest. I want to give away free stuff, man. You know, let's do it, man. Skull Vikings. See you next time.